Hello, welcome to the first episode of Capture the Thoughts. This is so exciting and we are just pumped and ready to go. So this season, our focus is on knowing your identity and knowing your purpose. And I thought it would be good to establish the link between identity and purpose. What is identity? What is purpose? And how should we think about these two things? So here's a fun fact about me. I have this appreciation of storytelling. I'm an avid reader of books. And I used to be a movie geek, but not so much now. And I especially like stories where the protagonist spends most of their life thinking they're one thing. Maybe they're a student or maybe they're working a menial job when they're actually another thing. Um, And they discover this probably through a long lost relative. Imagine spending your life being completely unaware of your true identity, yet that's where a lot of people are. It seems as if so many people face a crisis of identity, and that's because we're becoming more and more estranged or separated from our creator. Identity has become something that we can put on and take off at a whim, something we can create for ourselves if we choose. And the media and countless self-help books will tell you you can be whatever you want to be or you can do whatever you want to do. And this is actually idolatry of the self because we elevate ourselves and our needs above everything else and we think we are in control of our destiny. That's actually a lie. And yet there's so many people who, after forming and reforming their identity, are left lost and empty. The impact of this is just beyond devastating because there's so many people just flailing in the ever-changing wind or tide of culture and society and are completely unanchored. There's this angst that our generation has and is just finding expression in sexual sin, drug abuse, and a lot of behavior which isn't beneficial. The enemy is working overtime to bring about confusion in our lives. So first thing, we can never fully understand our identity apart from Christ. I'm going to repeat that. We can never fully understand our identity apart from Christ. Our identity comes not from ourselves, but from God. We need to understand that even before we knew ourselves, we were already known by God. In Jeremiah Jeremiah 1, verse 5, God says to the prophet Jeremiah, I knew you before I formed you. Again, in Isaiah 49, verse 1, it says, The Lord called me from the womb, from the body of my mother. He named my name. I mean, isn't that just beautiful? Genesis 1, verse 26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. This verse essentially means we reflect his image, we reflect his glory. This means we are inherently valuable, that our lives actually have meaning. The thing is, an image is meant to point to the person it represents. You know, like how a statue brings to mind the person it is conveying. It's a symbol. Similarly, the image that we are points back to God and who he is. It's not something we can generate by ourselves for ourselves, but it's really for his glory. 
However, because of sin and because we live in a fallen world, that image becomes distorted. We become defaced. Thank God that our identities can be restored, but this can only happen if we're in close communion or close fellowship with God. To be what we are created to be, we have to have a close relationship with our Creator. When we are saved, we recognize Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We essentially are being given a new identity through Christ and his finished work on the cross. All of our sins are forgiven. Our old selves died on that cross. Our fellowship with God has been restored, and we are, through sanctification, becoming transformed into his likeness. We are coming full circle into that image in Genesis. We are no longer slaves, but we are sons and daughters. We come into our true identity as children of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Like the protagonist I mentioned earlier, we are royalty, a royal priesthood. So we can come before him because he is our father. We are redeemed. We are loved beyond measure. We are free. We have been set apart. All of these things are markers of our identity in Christ. The Holy Spirit dwells within us and transforms us and guides us. Also, see how this identity is in relation to God, how it is based on who we belong to. It's not standalone. It's not that we are just because we are. We are because that's who he says we are. Because in him we have our being. That's why it's important for us to know him for who he is. So how does this link to purpose? Because I did mention that we are understanding identity and purpose. I previously shared Jeremiah 1 verse 5. The full verse is, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. So we know that in addition to our identity, God knows our purpose before we are born. And once again, Isaiah 49 verse 5. And now the Lord says, He who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. So I'm going to read that again. To bring Jacob back to him and that Israel might be gathered to him. That's purpose. First Peter 2 verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into this wonderful light. Purpose. Genesis 1 verse 26 reads, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. The statement on identity is followed by one on purpose. Purpose again. Identity is about being. Purpose is about doing. Purpose is a function while identity is a state. Understanding our identity in Christ frees us up to follow his will for our lives. Someone once said that our purpose is an outworking of our identity. 
we need to know our identity before we move into our calling. Oftentimes, God may walk us through a journey of knowing him for who he is and affirming who we are in him before allowing us to move in our purpose, whether or not he has revealed that purpose to us beforehand. But in today's world, people are often in a hurry to move in their purpose before they know or are even secure in their identity. This is dangerous because that's where we start identifying ourselves, but by what we feel our purpose is, not by who God says we are. We have people finding value in what they do, what they own, their sexuality, their race, the area they live in, their cars, their parents. These are arbitrary markers of identity, and some of them are very temporal. They don't last. We find value from things that can never affirm us and from people whose love for us can be very fickle. And social media does not make it easy. There is a reason why people who frequent social media and follow certain pages or accounts have low self-esteem. Because whole brands and images are built out of people's occupations and possessions. There was a time in my life when I felt so dissatisfied and stagnant because I would feast on these images of people living it up and traveling and being in love. This is what happiness looked like to me. But these are images, and while they represent something of reality, they can never fully encapsulate it or capture it in its entirety. We don't know what's actually happening behind the scenes. We have people being burnt out trying to serve a particular purpose because they feel that they are nothing without it. And we also have people who, for some reason or other, can no longer serve that purpose, which they felt that they were called to, and they become depressed. A lot of people here are in perpetual survival mode because of the economy. And we often don't think about purpose unless it's based on how best we can attain the things we need and desire. I don't even know if I can call it living purposefully. The pressure is so unbearable for a lot of people. Understandably so, rates of depression are becoming higher in this country and the world over. So, a way of understanding the relationship between purpose and identity is that just because person X is called to teach does not mean they're first and foremost a teacher. They're first a child of God, and through this position, they have been enabled and empowered, perhaps with the ability to communicate, to live out their God-given purpose and impact the people they are called to impact. Or let's take an artist. Because of their position as a child of God, they have been endowed or equipped with talent from the master creator himself. And they can create art that glorifies him and even lead people to him. I know that some people may already utilize their talents even though they don't actually have a relationship with God. However, because they don't know or acknowledge the source of their talents, they may not be living according to his will, and they're not being guided by him. And they may not actually find fulfillment and satisfaction. We need to know that our purpose is not meant to serve us. It's not just for ourselves to enjoy. 
I mentioned earlier how us being made in God's image is supposed to point back to him. In this excellent book that I recently read called God Dwells Among Us by G.K. Beale and Mitchell Kim, I'll share the title in the episode description. It is highlighted that we as images were mandated at creation to multiply and fill the earth with his glory. Now, I know this, of course, relates to reproduction, but see how this purpose glorifies him. We are vessels for his glory and his presence. God sends us out into different fields, different sectors, different areas so that we can represent him in those places. So we can glorify him in those places. So we can illuminate those places with the light that he has placed within us. I don't need to tell you that we don't need to be pastors to lead people to Christ. You can own a shop and minister to people. You can be in the entertainment industry. Yes, the entertainment industry and minister to people. In fact, some of the people we will talk to have interesting cause upon their lives. Lastly, my prayer for all of you is that you may know him, the God who knew you before he formed you, that you may seek him for who he is, and you know who he says you are, that when the time comes for you to live according to your purpose, you will do so boldly. Someone once said to me that no one who has ever walked in obedience has lived to regret it, and that was so profound to me. So I end here. Until next time, goodbye.